Our final look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers ahead of what could turn out to be a pivotal matchup when the end of the season rolls around. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the new 10 Tampa Bay Plus app on your Roku and Amazon Fire Stick. We want to thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, rejoined by my co-host, one, Mr. David Harrison. You can check out his work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. Check out mine at SB Nation's BucksNation.com. And, of course, make sure you follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Yeah, thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or view of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. Our biggest confidence and concern for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they host the Green Bay Packers in week three coming up. But first, we're going to dive into the most recent injury report, which will make Richard in the live YouTube chat happy asking about Donovan Smith and Jacko. Excuse me. This is our show. Please don't please don't give it away. No spoilers, guys. <laughs> no spoilers. How are you guys? We appreciate all of you, James. On Thursday, of course, listen, guys, there's another practice report coming out on Friday. Make sure you check that out. Of course, nothing is 100% final uh, until then. Not practicing, however, on Thursday, wide receiver Chris Godwin, defense tackle Akeem Hicks, wide receiver Julio Jones, and tight end Kate Otten, who, just to throw it on there, is missing time due to a personal matter, not an injury. Don't know what it is. Not our business. I uh, hope everything is okay with him, his family, his loved ones. Uh, looking forward to seeing him back with the Bucks when that time comes. Absolutely. Limited in practice. On Thursday, left tackle Donovan Smith with that elbow injury was an upgrade. Limited participant from not participating on Wednesday. Running back Leonard Fournette, wide receivers Russell Gage and Brashad Perryman. Full participants Carlton Davis, the third, uh, with his hip injury, an upgrade from Wednesday. Again, he was limited Wednesday. Full participant on Thursday, which is obviously great news. Robert Hainsey, an upgrade as well on Thursday to full participant. Scotty Miller, also an upgrade to full participant. And Zion McCollum, the rookie cornerback, still a full participant which with a hamstring injury, James, is a little bit tricky at times. So before we get into the Green Bay Packers, a little bit of interesting uh, development coming out Thursday. What do you think about the Buccaneers uh, injury report? I'm extremely concerned about Julio Jones' status. And we talked about Chris Godwin and earmarked probably the Chiefs game as the earliest we would see him back. Julio not practicing again. I am now concerned that he will not be playing in this game. And I had said, earlier in the week, and I said on the crossover episode with Peter Bukowski that I lean more towards Julio is playing this week. He was a game-time decision against the Saints, didn't go, figured he would be back this week against the Packers. Two days in a row now not practicing, and I get it. He's a vet. You know, He's a guy that can take the whole week of practice off and still be able to play in the game, but I am growing more concerned that he will not be available. On the flip side, very promising news on the Donovan Smith front, returning to practice with that elbow injury. I don't think it's set in stone by any means that he will play, but I think there's a very high likelihood that it does happen barring any potential setbacks. 
Yeah, again, it's kind of a it's a pain management thing, right? The same thing they said going into New Orleans. It's all about the pain and how how he can play with it or without it, how much it impacts him. And so, but you got to figure if he if he was close last week, you know, one more week usually it's, it's better. And, and listen, it's a Raymond James Stadium crowd. He's going to want to get out there uh, and play. So you can be sure that if Donovan can go, he absolutely will go for the Green Bay Packers. Not participating on Thursday. Wide receiver Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, all not participating. That's a change from Wednesday because they were all limited in practice Wednesday, not participating on Thursday. Randall Cobb still not practicing. Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, also not participating in practice on Thursday. David Bakhtiari, offensive tackle, a limited participant on Thursday, as was nose tackle Kenny Clark. And that's probably the biggest part of this injury report on Thursday, James. Uh, a new addition with a groin injury, and I can just tell you, it just happens to be that I cover another team, the Washington Commanders, who had a defensive tackle, not a nose, but a defensive tackle, suffer a groin injury. And while Jonathan Allen did play against the Detroit Lions, he was not quite 100%. You could kind of tell, and it definitely impacted the game. So we'll talk about that here in a minute. And then offensive lineman Elton Jenkins, still a limited participant on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's every bit concerning for Packers fans as it is for Buccaneers fans taking a look at these wide receiver rooms. And again, I said it yesterday on, on the crossover with Peter Bukowski. I'll say it again. It's eerie how similar these two teams are. You, know, you have two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks that can't quite seem to get the pass game going. And you have two wide receiver rooms that are just beaten, battered and bludgeoned uh, and also suspended. So, you know, it is, it is concerning for both teams and, you know, these are two teams now that are going to rely heavily on, on a couple of their running backs, Aaron Jones coming off of a phenomenal performance against the Chicago bears. But A.J. Dillon is the one that had more opportunities than Aaron Jones. So you have the two-headed monster there in Green Bay. And, of course, you have Leonard Fournette. We're going to see Keyshawn Vaughn's season debut. So a lot to unpack there. Keep your eye on the injury reports coming out on Friday. We are going to be talking about our concerns and what we're confident in coming up in just a moment. But first, imagine the perfect setting. You've done everything right. You have the woman of your dreams standing by just waiting for you to pop the question. Her family and yours are hiding at a distance. You've done everything right, except get insurance for the ring you're about to put on her finger, except you fumble the ring right out of the case. It goes through a crack in the pier and it's gone, just gone. Forever, the ring that she was supposed to wear for the rest of her life that you were professing your love with, it is gone. Sounds like how you would feel after, uh, you know, spending last Sunday in New Orleans if you were a Saints fan. But you could have listened to us and gone to Bright Coat Jewelry Insurance and you could have been backed up to 100% in that two minute drill. Bright Coat isn't just about rings, you can insure that special watch or necklace, whatever you need to do it quickly at bright.co forward slash locked on or a quick phone call for just $5 a month. Bright.co forward slash locked on is the place you want to go check out the bottom line and some fun videos on exactly what you shouldn't do, but you should get some protection for that jewelry from the, from the guys at bright.co. 
All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast. First listen or your first view every single day. Our bold predictions and players of the game are coming up in segment three, and we're going to pick some NFL games that are coming up this weekend. So if you have your own bold predictions, your own players of the game, let us know in the comment section. But right now we're going to talk about our confidences and our concerns heading into this weekend's matchup. James, your confidence, sir. The, the, the Green Bay Packers visiting Florida for Tampa Bay's homecoming, their season opener happening in week three. It's almost like the NFL schedule makers just hate Tom Brady. What gives you confidence the Buccaneers are coming out of this weekend with a win? It's the same thing that gave me confidence last week, and it's the defense. You know, this defense has been absolutely outstanding. They're the number one scoring defense in the NFL. They have allowed one touchdown in eight quarters, and that touchdown was in garbage time. Um, you, you take a look at the fact that they have the most sacks as a team in the NFL. They are tied for second in takeaways. Then you take a look at the guy that's on the other side of the field. We just talked about all those wide receivers dealing with missing practice, dealing with these injuries. Aaron Rodgers has a losing record in his career against the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers are the only team in the NFL that he has played against over the course of the last 50 years, however long he's been in the league, where he has more interceptions than touchdowns. Yes, he has nine interceptions when facing the Buccaneers and only eight touchdowns. That's as many interceptions as he has in his career against the Vikings and the Lions. That's a lot. And he faces those teams way more. Then he faces the Buccaneers, not to mention in the head-to-head matchups. And I know quarterback wins aren't a stat, and Brady and Rodgers aren't actually on the field together at the same time, so it's not really Brady versus Rodgers, but it's Brady versus Rodgers. And Brady has the 3-1 and one career record against Rodgers. I, I get the feeling that this defense is going to harass Aaron Rodgers all day long. They're going to bring the pressure. They're going to make him uncomfortable. And we know that this secondary is very opportunistic. Look for look for my dude, Jamel Dean, once again, to get his hands on the football. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Richard agrees with you talking about uh, how much Rodgers is going to be harassed by this Bucks defense on Sunday. And, and Jacko agrees with me because the Bucks re- run defense and, and the strength of this defense for me is what gives me confidence. So we're both talking defense here, right? And I don't think that's a oh, huge yeah. surprise after what we saw. Uh, in the first two weeks, it's not that anybody's doubting Tom Brady or like, oh, no, the sky is falling. This is the year that Tom Brady uh, is finally going to hit rock bottom or anything like that. I think it's just you look at I mean, look, go back to the injury report. We got like 17 wide receivers on there and somehow Tyler Johnson still isn't on the roster. So, you know, it, it is what it is at this point in time. But I saw I saw a fan on Twitter uh, talk about how, you know, you'd much rather the team that you're rooting for go through this early in the season than later in the season. We saw the Bucks go through this at the end of last season. Doesn't work out right. So. They're going through it in the beginning of the year. Hopefully that leads to them not going through this later. I mean, it's, it's not a guarantee that that's what it means, but we can we can always uh, hold out hope for that. But that Bucks run defense, listen, I know the teams, you know, maybe maybe the running run defense hasn't been uh, the, the at the, its peak that we've seen in recent years, but I think it's still pretty darn strong now. Akeem Hicks and his playing status, which doesn't look too good uh, at this point, obviously has something to do with that. But I think even if Akeem doesn't go, I think what the Buccaneers defense has in the ability to, one, play solid up front in the line of scrimmage to get support from the linebacker position. And then look, you got guys like Keanu Neal, Mike Edwards uh, will stick his nose in there. You know, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, will will play a hundred pounds bigger than he actually weighs uh, on any given Sunday. So 
Uh, I think the, the Green Bay Packers and, and you and Peter Bukowski of the Locked On Packers podcast kind of talked about this on the crossover, which was a, a great crossover, by the way. All of you need to go listen to that if you haven't already. Get some insight from our Packers insider. Um, it, it's going to be a ground and pound game, right? The title of the crossover says it all. It's going to be an old school knockout, you know, uh, drag it out type of type of football game. That means Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, the run defense that shows up the most. Uh, is probably going to win this game, and I'm confident that the Buccaneers' defense is going to beat that defense, even though Aaron Jones is on my fantasy roster. So, boo for me, but you know what? I'd rather our <laughs> listeners and viewers be happier than my fantasy team. Aaron Jones is also on my fantasy team, and I received a trade offer today for Mike Evans for Aaron Jones that I'm pretty much going to take because I also have Eckler and uh, Kamara, but that's neither here nor there. I'm with you. Um, you know, Devin White, after the game against the Saints, stressed the fact that their run defense has not been up to their own standards. They have struggled a little bit early on defending the run. I, I believe they're 15th in the NFL in rushing yards allowed per game. So that needs to tighten up, and, and this is going to be the week to do it, no doubt, because – of the offensive struggles of the Green Bay Packers, they have to go through that run game. And of course, those short dump offs to A.J. Dillon, to Aaron Jones are essentially an extension of the run game. It was It's that whole run through the air type of mentality. But I look for, for these Bucks defenders to swarm to the run because they take this personally. They take their run defense and, and their status and reputation as one of the best run-stopping defenses in the NFL, that is very personal for them, and they are not living up to that billing early on. Even though all the other numbers are absolutely fantastic, they they are really focused on stopping that run. So I'm with you 100%. I'm, I'm every bit as confident as you are that they get that right. Now, let's flip it over, David, to some of the concerns that we have. And mine is protecting number 12 it's going to continue to be a concern until we see him actually have a clean pocket consistently now if donovan smith returns again barring any setback barring any anything crazy and he's able to go i am a little bit more confident in this offensive line being able to keep him upright give him some time to get the ball out of his hands but they're going up against rashawn gary kenny clark Preston Smith, all are in the top six in the NFL in pressures. So this Green Bay defense knows how to get after the quarterback, whether they're you know getting sacks or not, that may not show up on the stat sheet, but hurrying these throws, getting the quarterback off a little bit, again, creating opportunities for the secondary, much like the Buccaneers defense does, it can cause problems. And it starts up front and it starts from Hainsey, over to the left side because I think the right side of the line has been perfectly fine with with Werfs and and with Shaq Mason. It's been an issue, and I think Hainsey has played well. But you take a look at Gedeke, you take a look at the revolving door at left tackle. Given all the injuries, it's concerning. They have to protect number twelve. Uh, absolutely, and I think it's going to be a concern until well, honestly, it stops being a concern. It's only going to exactly. stop being a concern when these guys play really, really well together and they can stay on the field together, rotating offensive linemen, never a good thing, especially when you have uh, a statue back there, legendary statue, but still uh, a statue. Also, shout out to the YouTube live chat for bringing up Tenard Jackson, one of uh, three Bucks DBs to intercept Aaron Rodgers way back. I don't know if it's way back, but it's I back know. in the day. 
enough. You mentioned Josh Freeman actually on, on the crossover. So Josh yeah, Freeman getting a lot of mentions uh, this week. Albert Mack and Aqib Tlaib, uh, the other two DBs, getting interceptions on Aaron Rodgers back when Josh Freeman was still leading this team. So there's a blast from the past for you. Um, fortunately, we're on to better playoff experience days these days in, in, in Bucks land. So uh, that's a good concern. James, my concern is going to be about Leonard Fournette wearing down. And, and honestly, yeah. this is kind of a concern just that's just going to kind of continue to build. I mean, I love how many touches that Lenny is getting. I think it's great uh, that they're getting him so involved and really kind of delivering on this offseason promise to really kind of harp on the, on the running back uh, and the running game itself. And then, of course, you know Lenny's going to get his targets and, and some receptions and all that. But, uh, again, something that you talked about on the crossover was Keyshawn Vaughn getting on the field, Rashad White maybe, you know, getting going a little bit. Look, we saw a lot of flash from Rashad White during training camp and in the preseason. And I love my son devil brother. He knows that. I, I, I said hi to him in the locker room after the Saints win. Everybody was hyped up. I made sure I went over and, and said hi to my fellow son devil but we haven't seen it in the regular season yet, James. We just we just haven't seen that spark yet, and that's okay. He's a rookie. You know what I mean? We don't need to see it every single week, but you would like to start seeing it because then the Buccaneers could potentially get confident in, in, in spelling Leonard Fournette a little bit and not leaving him on the field so much to get these 25-type you know type touch, of, touch games because they're great early on, and we love seeing them, especially right now where the receivers are banged up. You really want to lean on him, but you got to keep him healthy as well. Leonard Fournette's a guy that has a hard time uh, staying healthy for an entire season. Definitely not going to hold up to continued punishment. Unfortunately, this week, it looks like it's another one. So hopefully he's getting a lot of, of treatment, a lot of those the suction cup weird massage treatment that they get uh, and all that stuff because they're going to need him. But maybe, maybe week four, you know what I mean? Maybe week four against KC, like they can they can kind of get get some guys back and maybe uh, hit some, some pass routes and stuff and let Leonard Fournette kind of rest a little bit. Yeah, he even said after the Saints game, he felt like he was running on one leg and then all of a sudden the team flight gets back and he's right in the weight room trying to get ready for this week. So you love the dedication, you love the um, the responsibility and the leadership that he's taking on knowing he is the guy. And I am with you 100%. I am worried that he's going to start to break down. He's already dealing with with a, some small things, but you, know, you, you want him healthy late into the year so some things to keep an eye on and and we are going to get into some bold predictions some player predictions and of course the score predictions coming up in just a moment but first betonline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season find all of the latest football league developments game matchups news and podcasts including this year's this week's games. My apologies. I can't read. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Right now at Bet Online, the Bucks Packers are a pickup. The Bucks opened up as three point favorites and it has whittled its way all the way down to a pickup so head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts wrapping things up here on a live edition of the locked on bucks podcast and david it is time for predictions let's start things off with our bold predictions then we're going to get into our predictive players of the game and we'll get into some uh some other game picks and our final scores 
my bold prediction is going to be kind of bittersweet for mm. Bucks fans because it's a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. But I'm saying that neither quarterback in this game will throw for over 170 yards and neither quarterback will have a touchdown pass. The laundry list of pass catching player injuries is ridiculous. And of course, there is no Mike Evans in this game. It is going to be a lot of Leonard Fournette. It is going to be some Rashad White and some Keyshawn Vaughn. For the Packers, it's going to be a lot of Aaron Jones and a lot of A.J. Dillon. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers really trusts too many of his receivers right now. And, of course, that's going to change the more they work together. But this is going to be a old-school football game. It is going to be run-heavy. It is going to be defensively focused. And I don't see either one of these quarterbacks having a good game on Sunday. Sorry, I was looking something up. So in the 320 games that Tom Brady has played in his oh illustrious goodness. NFL career, James, how many times do you think he has thrown for fewer than 170 yards? 320 games. Seven. Wow. Okay, that's a little crazier than I, <laughs> than I expected. 39 times. 39 times that's in 320 said. tries. Tom Brady's thrown for less than 170 yards. I don't know what the percentage on that is. I don't have a calculator in front of me. I'm not that good at math, um, but that's not a very good chance. So that is definitely bold. I will give you credit for the boldness. My bold prediction real quick before we do that, let me throw up Richard's bold, which is Devin White gets three sacks. Would love to see that, of course. Uh, anytime number 45 gets live, it's always exciting. And who knows? Maybe he throws some shade on another quarterback. Let's We'll see what happens. At the Why end not? Of the game. My bold is obviously going to fly in the face of your bold because my bold is that two Buccaneers tight ends are catching touchdown passes. Ooh. Although, I don't know, maybe Leonard Fournette's loosening up the arm. I mean, those touchdown passes may not come from Tom Brady, so you never know how that's going to work. But my does bold Cole, prediction. Does Cole Beasley throw passes? Did he do that in Dallas? Is oh, that a thing? Know. Maybe. I mean, he's All got right. a shot, doesn't he? Why not? Shout out to Rick Stroud. But Anyway, <laughs> um, tie, two, two tight ends for the Buccaneers catch touchdown passes uh, on Sunday against Green Bay Packers. And, and here's the way I envision it. Run, 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 run. Play action, tight end touchdown. I don't know. It, it works in Madden. My player of the game, if you guys haven't picked up on it yet, is running back Leonard Fournette. Like this this game is going to break uh, with the way that Leonard Fournette breaks. And, and look, he doesn't even have to have an amazing statistical uh, production. They just need to keep themselves on the field, keep the defense off the field, keep them fresh, keep them energized, go out there against the Packers offense. Uh, kind of like he did in New Orleans. Leonard Fournette's stat box didn't blow the doors off of anything, but he was a very valuable part of that game and a very big reason why the team still had the opportunity to win when they did. I see a very similar uh, type game. So that is my player of this game, Leonard Fournette's running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I went into our show, Doc, when you uh, when you had texted me and said, hey, I need you to fill in your stuff so I can fill in mine. And you had already taken my player of the game. Uh, well, I that's because I picked players first, sir. So that uh, is my birthright, and I I staked claim to it. Fair I'm, enough. I'm I'm watching the Game of Thrones prequel, but it just shows that we're we're on the same page, 100. There are some games where you and I just see things playing out completely differently. I think next week is going to be one of those weeks, but I already had a backup in mind because I think Shaq Barrett is going to continue to torture Aaron Rodgers. He was in Rodgers' face 
constantly in the two games back in 2020. Uh, well, I mean, the NFC Championship was technically 2021, but it was the 2020 season. And Barrett has been a monster through the first two games. He's consistently getting pressure. He is consistently disrupting the quarterback. He is one of these games. He is going to break through and he is going to have a monster multi-sack performance. Is that this week? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. We're talking a hat trick for uh, Shaq Barrett in this one. He's going to be all over Aaron nice. Rodgers. And uh, you know this, this entire defense is going to get after him, punish him, make him uncomfortable, give him a little bit of the yips where he has to get that ball out to receivers he doesn't trust even faster. And it's going to start with Shaq Barrett. All right. Shaq Barrett and Devin White both getting three sacks. That's six sacks minimum. Of Aaron Rodgers because it make him wish uh, he had retired. Um, all right, let's get into some game picks real quick before we get to the game that matters the most. James, Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins, a match of two undefeated teams in the AFC in the same division, 2-0 at 2-0. The game is in Miami. The Buffalo Bills are favored by five. Who you got? I will take the Bills. Minus will the five. The Bills and the points. You're taking I, the Bills. I saw, I saw something today that, like, the last 20 Bills victories have been by double digits. Yeah, it's crazy. The Bills are definitely something. Good thing. We don't got to worry about that anytime soon. Um, next game, New Orleans Saints at Carolina Panthers. And, of course, there's an undefeated team in this competition. And, of course, it's the Carolina Panthers. Didn't they do this last year and then they lost, like, 19 games in a row? No, they did do that one year, but no, 0-2 Carolina Panthers versus the 1-1 one one New Orleans Saints. An opportunity, James, for an NFC South team to just absolutely come out the gate stumbling on their face. I mean, nobody would pick the Saints to start 1-2. New Orleans favored by 2.5. Who you got? I will take the Saints and the points as well. Saints and the points. And then we got the Vegas Raiders and the Tennessee Titans, and this one is amazing. 0-2 going in against 0-2. Vegas favored by 2.5. It's in Tennessee. Who you got there? Uh, pandemonium in the streets of Nashville because the Raiders are going to come in and they are going to smoke them. This might be a bigger win differential than the Bills and Dolphins after I just talked about that, that mm. double-digit streak. The Raiders are going to absolutely... In the words of Steve Smith, Titans are going to get ran in this one. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. All right. So now we got to get to the game that everybody's here for, of course. Buccaneers hosting the Green Bay Packers. For those who didn't see the crossover, uh, again, that came out on Thursday with Peter Bukowski, the host of the Locked On Packers podcast. Again, one more time, recommend that you check that out. It's always a great time when we do these crossovers. James, who you got? I did uh, predict another defensive score for the Buccaneers in this one on that show. And that is the score that will prove to be the difference. I took the Bucks 20 to 13. All right. You took the Bucks 20 to 13. Richard is in the comments here on the live chat. Buccaneers 27, Packers 13. So he's got a little bit bigger energy than you do. I also have a little bit of a bigger energy than you do in this game, James. I think this is going to be a 10-point game. And I think it's the Buccaneers game to win. And I think we're going 31-21. Jacko coming in at 33-16 with more energy Ooh. than all of us combined. So uh, I love that. Also, I love Richard and Jacko just taking over 
the, uh, the the chat here tonight. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate all of you for joining us. But that's our score predictions. James, you got 20 to 13. Buccaneers win in. I've got 31-21. Buccaneers win in. Either way, they're covering the spread because it's even. So it doesn't matter what the spread is. and uh, Or there is no spread. And uh, the Bucs are 3-0. and And uh, I will be on hand in, in Tampa to watch the 3-0 Buccaneers host Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and if if the Bucs are going to lose one of the next two games, Bucks fans should hope that it's the game that you are going to because at the end of the season, losing to an AFC team is not going to matter. This is a big game. We could look back on this one late in the season when tiebreakers start to be involved as to whether or not the Bucs are hosting the Packers or the Bucs have to travel to Lambeau in a playoff setting. So this one could have some major, major implications and we will be back to break it all down. Hold up, hold up. Let's just, let's talk for one second by you jinxing my perfect record. I'm not of the Buccaneers to... being undefeated when I am in per in, in person in the press box during the regular season. Buccaneers are undefeated, including last weekend's streak breaking win over the saints. Mr. Yarko. I'm not trying to jinx it, but maybe you should think about the Man. playoff implications of the games you choose to go to, sir. My fictitious streak is more important than the Buccaneers' playoff position. That's all right. The only regular season game that I'm going to get to go to this year is also against an AFC opponent. So it is what it is. But the Buccaneers are 0-2 when I'm in the press box. Yeesh. One of them was in preseason, so it doesn't really count. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this one. We will be back to break down what happened between the Buccaneers and the Packers on Sunday night live here on YouTube. We want to thank all of you for making us your first listen or view of the day. Now, make your second listen to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Send us your reactions to the game by leaving us a voicemail at 813-444-5841 or send us a good old-fashioned email at lockedonbuckspodcast.gmail.com. Check out David's work over at bucksgameday.com. Check out mine over at bucksnation.com and follow all the action on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at jarco underscore bucks, and at dharrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.